Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 331. We are sitting down with two guests. Yes, we are sitting down with Devin and Rhonda, who are the owners of DNR Design. We are very excited to have them on the show and talk about some of the stuff that they've created throughout the years. They are two fantastic couples, and you get to learn about what their process is as a couple and how they work together as well. So, that being said, go check out their links. Always located in the bio and always go check out our website at findingarizonapodcast.com we have places for you guys to go check out one is being the blog the other one being the newsletter the newsletter is a little bit more of the official side of things and the blog is a little bit more of the personal touch that being said we also have a vlog which is a video blog available at youtube and brit's doing a good job doing putting all of that together including the blog the vlog the newsletter on top of being an incredible mom and doing all the incredible things coming up for my birthday tomorrow. Yes, we are doing an astonishing amount of things at the top of editing, parenting. We are celebrating my birthday and that is something that I'm very excited to share with all of you and to share with my family. It is always a fun time to just get together and celebrate something. So that being said, we are going to celebrate this episode by telling you guys always if you want to connect with us, it is Finding Arizona Podcast under social media or findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com to send us a letter personally touch to you from us you know you'll get a response back and then on top of everything if you guys would like to be more of the you know social butterfly and just be just incredible fan and want to get a deep dive on us there's places for you to go do so and get paid extra stuff so that's patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast last but not least we say always at the end of every little bit of our intros we are going to do our best to get better there's more things coming down the line it is starting to become the fall so we want to hear from you guys what events in the fall time that you guys like to go i know one particular that i enjoy going to but i want to hear from you guys uh, and that we will post later down on a couple episodes later so we are so excited to do this episode episode number 331 we'll catch you on the next one bye y'all hey guys it's jose i hope you guys are enjoying the podcast have you been like me been outside every three months just doing your own pest control and you're frustrated you had it up to hear from your wife well i got a place for you happybeespestcontrol.com they are the number one first and only pollinator friendly pest control company in arizona and i want to give you a chance to save 25 dollars by going over to happy bees pest control slash finding az or just give them a call 602-529-8797 to get everything from pest control rodent control mosquitoes and bed bugs tell them finding az sent you and get your discount today This podcast episode is sponsored by the No Global Membership. Get into the room to network with other women you want and need to know. Link to join the Global Membership is in the show notes. Claim your freebie today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special guests every week, and today 
is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce you to individuals who are both partners in life and in business, uh, Rhonda and Devin, I want to say. If correct. correct me, correct. Okay. Um, so, and then uh, I want to let Rhonda take it from here to introduce you guys to their business and what it's about. Go ahead, Rhonda. All right. Um, we are a general contractor and design firm. We're based in Chandler. Awesome. Uh, we uh, we do full scale remodels and um, new residential and light commercial construction. Nice. And then um, the um, name of the business. May I grab it? Yes, it's DNR Design. Awesome. Thank you so much. I I mean, again, I just I'm I'm here to have a conversation with the both of you. So I'm going to try my best to just get like going going back between the both of you and my questioning. So um, I'm going to go take Devin's approach here for this question. Um, just give us a little bit of update on what it's been like since the pandemic, just from an overall standpoint, as far as um, you, what you guys had to do as far as pivoting and then what you've had to uh, encounter as far as what people don't really understand. Like you guys are um, dependent on, you know, other third parties and things like that and resources and then what those challenges would be down the line when it comes to this stuff in the pandemic. So, you know, like everybody, I think as soon as the pandemic started, we were like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, what? What is what does this look like? And yeah. um, we initially the knee jerk reaction was to do nothing. Like let's just see what happens, right? So so we held tight for all of probably two weeks just to see what's going on. Let our clients know that we had scheduled for installation, mm -hmm. and uh, nothing slowed down. Like we thought for sure it was going to just go down, but it didn't. Wow. Nothing. And wow. in fact, it got it got busier because. I think like everybody in the industry, they realized, or everybody during the pandemic realized, um, for a while here, and we have, now we're going to be here all the time. We have a lot of things we want to do in our home. So, so in that regard, it really didn't slow down for us at all. Um, yeah. You know, we were very, uh, you know, testing ourselves all the time, and we had um, we had set up parameters with our clients to where we would continue to do jobs. And they would just stay in their room or in their offices. And we like made plastic tunnels almost, so to speak, to get to where the, the location was in the home. And so we just stayed away. Like yeah. everyone. And as far as uh, materials, and we did a lot of ordering, a lot of ordering and delivery. So yeah. kind of, we have a, a shop and studio in Chandler. So things just be delivered there rather than every day at Home Depot or yeah. you know, Lowe's or, or whatever. So, um, Things have Beautiful. changed. Uh, they've kind of, you know, obviously everything's back to normal. Yeah. But it, we still order a lot now. Yeah. And you kind of, you, you kind of keep those portions of um, some of those safety standards and some of the other things that kind of were conveniencies of the pandemic and just kind of keep those routines established in I imagine with safety and all the protocols that you've guys been to a couple of things, just kind of, you, you stick with it because it just works sort of speak. Sure. And, and uh, I appreciate that because again, people may not understand like uh, you know, the overall scope of like what you guys have to deal with in just the everyday kind of um, picking up and purchasing sort of things and what that had to change during the pandemic. So I, I appreciate you letting us uh, a little bit in, in behind the scenes 
Um, so I'm going to go now to Rhonda. I would love to get uh, understanding in the what was our normal questioning uh, before the pandemic started. Which, give us your origin story. Give us how this all came to be. And I know for some people, like they did for, I'm asking just because for some that we've kind of interviewed here, either they stumble upon it or it's just been an established and they just made it a business. Uh, was either one of those the case for you? No, we, uh, we definitely stumbled into this. Um, so a little a back history, um, yeah. Devin, he's a master carpenter. He, he has an amazing gift for, for carpentry. Um, he can, he can pretty much build anything. Um, you give him a picture and, and he can, he can duplicate it. Um, Devin was in industrial construction and he traveled a lot. Um, his last project took him into Virginia. Um, his main, main thing that he did was, um, set up power plants. Okay. So, um, he couldn't be away when, mm. when those were setting up. So, um, the last, the last project he was on, it was about six months that, that he couldn't even come home. Um, and once he did finally come home, we were like, this just isn't working. Yeah. He's, you know, away from the family and, um, sure. it, it just wasn't a good, good balance. Um, so he decided to, um, quit his job. I was in sales and marketing at the time. Um, he decided to quit his job and just come home. He didn't have anything on on the hook. Um, and we just, we said, we'll figure it out. Um, it all started with, he built a set of barn doors for our house and, um, (laughs) friends and family just were in awe and they had no idea that he had this ability. And that's really where it started. We started building barn doors and it was crazy. And then it kind of just trickled into furniture and, um, the, that's, that's where it's all started. That's awesome. I mean, kudos for the leap of faith, you know, that sort of, you know, it can be, it can be (laughs) kind of scary. That sort of thing where it's like, man, you know, this isn't working. We got to figure something out. And I'll, I'll be the one to share this with you guys, because I'm, I was in the same boat at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, my wife had gotten pregnant with our first child and we, you know, I was kind of like, well, you know, she was switching careers and she actually, you know, had, uh, you know, just established one job uh, that she was at. And so I was like, well, I think in, you know, this kind of moment, you know, there are a lot of things are changing. And I just think I have to take the leap of faith and kind of, you know, take uh, accountability for my own skills and, and see what I can do you know, trying to work from home and trying to do every, you know, trying to what I can mm-hmm. do here at the house and, and be here with my son. So, you know, with that, I, you know, I, I can empathize for uh, Devin there is just, you know, it's, it's a tough headspace to be in to, to say, Hey, look, I'm going to let go of this thing and the security blanket, so to speak, and, and just right. want to do something else uh, for the family. And, you know, I have to say, like, I, I've just told you, I think uh, before, it's just like you have aesthetic and style that I think is just really fun and just like really cool to look at really. And, and it works. It just, again, you have something to hear that you're really skillful at and I can give you the prompts for it because again, it's just, 
it shows it just shows on what you guys have have done thank you so much no problem um so i okay i'm now going to ask devin now that you guys have brought this up is you know what was you know where did this carpentry love come from where is it a family thing is it a gift uh, you know just that you came out of the blue like what where did it come from so that's a good question um sometimes i wonder if there's an actual moment in time but <laughs> i've realized there isn't i just as a kid you know, my dad he always we had a, a relatively large property growing up and, and my dad would you know oh we need a shop in the back so we'll just build one like we'll just make it or whatever yeah and we just kind of skip permitting and sketched around everything you know but it was just kind of rule so it didn't yeah. really matter but we, we so i just grew up with the my dad just constantly making stuff and I just really guess developed over time a love for just building. Yeah. And have, uh, we've discussed this too. I sort of have like an engineer's mind. So like, I don't usually go off of somebody else's plans or something else that's usually just typically up in my head. Yeah. Um, and then as I got older in high school, I went to a, uh, a polytechnical high school mm-hmm. and I majored in building construction. Cool. So for three of the four years in high school, I was in building construction. And from there, we learned every aspect of, of I'm, construction from foundation all the way up to the roofing. And so we, so we you got the, the whole house, gamut. Yeah. The whole gamut. Yeah. So that it's, it, it just, I guess it's just always been in me and I look for avenues to, to further that. And then from yeah. high school, you know, we switched over to industrial, but. Yeah. I mean, um, so let me ask you this you can do can you do metal work yes okay. um no i'm not a certified let's say welder but i yeah. do a lot of stuff for us yeah so that, I, that's I, awesome I welded a lot of stuff for us in our home and yeah that's some, really cool like yeah. i i mean I, I so i i'll, I'll be like because i love you know talking to to individuals like your guys what you guys do because I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm I'm a landscape architect, but you know, I grew up kind of my dad was flipping houses, so we you know, doing mm-hmm. construction and and you know, the summers were a lot of that. It was just hands-on work and just being around it so much and right. you know, you just kind of it, it you know, osmosis sort of speak and you know, I got the bug mm-hmm. and I, I can do things, you know, for sure I understand the mechanics uh, for me, it's more about like, I love designing for me. It's like, I love imagining and creating with my, my head. Um, now I like, I, I'm at the age where it's like, okay, now I got to really uh, pick up the saw and the blade and now actually have to to put the, the mind to work. So it's going to be a right. journey for myself, but I am very excited to turn, you know, a lot of our home here is still, um, I don't know where you guys are in Chandler. So you said, I, I, I believe. And so one of the things that we're in the historic district of kind of midtown. Um, so, you know, this house is like built mm-hmm. in the 1970s, 60s, somewhere around there's, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so yeah. we, we want to do some modernizing of the home and, and just kind of, it's already got some, some new stuff, but we also want to, you know, we have a, a back area here that we want to, Built, do a built-in for a library but it's like oh, yeah. I've, I've already come up with the 3d model and sketch and you know it's it's there it's um, now it's like yeah. okay jose <laughs> do it <laughs> and so 
Uh, put some money where your mouth is now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, I just really, you know, I'm with you guys in that I can empathize where the approach and where the love and where all of this, you know, stems from. And I just, again, I'm, I'm happy to share your guys' story because it seems like you guys have such a beautiful connection. And one of the things I would love to, to get from you is understanding, you probably get this a lot as far as your business is how you guys collaborate um, on a day-to-day basis <laughs> and how, you know, cause I work with my wife too. So I just, would love to get some insight on communication yeah. that I think that's one of the things that we've kind of established in our um, what we've talked about so far in our podcast throughout the years is just communication being one of how do you guys um, deliberately communicate business and and family? Yeah, we get this asked, we get asked this all the time. Um, yeah. You know, and I, the only answer I have is it just works for us. Um, yeah. We just, we share the same passions. We have the same goal, um, but we have different roles in the business mm-hmm. where I'm on, you know, more of the, the, the initial client interaction and the designing um, and Devin's on the construction side. So yeah. I kind of start everything. And then when, when it's go time, he just kind of takes over, but yeah. There is like, you're, you're so right. Constant communication, whether it's, um, we're on the phone, whether we're FaceTiming, whether, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm popping on site. Um, and of course there's always issues. There's, there's always yeah. problems. There's always fires that we have to put out and, yeah. um, we, we have to collaborate very closely, um, on a daily basis. Yeah. I think one of the things that, again, I would love to just kind of pitch this as far as a, as a, what if, or kind of a situational thing of like, this has happened to, I think anyone who's kind of like got this um, start, like you take over during the construction, like this is kind of how it's done in the business. Mm-hmm. And so my question is like, because Rhonda takes the beginning aspect of like, where's the communication part as far as when it comes to, is it daily, weekly? And then I imagine it's daily because blah, but you know, um, yeah. you know, it's like, this has happened to me where it's like they talk to Rhonda and they talk to Rhonda about the design. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing the, mm-hmm. the construction method. How do you guys like really, you know, make sure that that's copacetic as far sure, as yeah. when, when it starts to become in Devin's hands, so to speak. Well, we were typically scheduled out um, anywhere from six to eight months okay. to start a project for a client. And so th- we've got that six to eight months that he and I are collabing on and, you know, getting, getting him up to speed. Um, a lot of meetings, a lot of, um, going over drawings and materials and a lot of planning. That's, that's what we really tried to pride ourselves on is planning, especially like Devin mentioned through the pandemic. I think that's what got us through. Um, but, um, planning and preparing. So, you know, that window that we have gives us the opportunity um, for both of us to be on the same page with a project. And um, um, that's the yeah. kind of how we... We're very, obviously, like every, you know, uh, entrepreneur, Yeah, your day doesn't end at five o'clock, you know, as we're... So many, many nights, we, we built a really awesome office at home that we 
have a desk where her computer's on one side and mine's on the other. Yeah. And so we're, and we have two computer screens that I see what's on hers and she sees what's on mine. So we, there's many nights we're up till midnight, just going over collaborations on uh, all the designs that she's come up with. And wow. the other thing that as far as the communication goes, and this is key, this is such key. And she's been so adamant about this since the beginning of our company is that the proposals that we send to people they're mm-hmm. extremely detailed yeah. so that you could almost be blind coming into it and know exactly what's going on. That way everyone's on the same page. Yeah. So I've always been like, Oh, just make it, you know, not, not fake, but you know, just, it doesn't have to be so detailed, but it's, it's proven to be key to the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes always that document. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we've established is just, I mean, you would think, you know, being that this is, it's something that, you know, it seems so simple. It's a podcast. And, right. and you would think yeah. that this is something it behind the scenes. No way. No. <laughs> way, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I, I get it. Or sometimes you're like spoon feeding people. The oh, answer. absolutely. And, Daily, and actually. <laughs> and sometimes you got to, sometimes you yeah. have to, to uh, make sure again, like you said, make sure everyone's on the same page. So I, I definitely, I, lo- I would love to, off air to kind of would love to see one of the, like, I would love to ask you questions about like the um, little pieces, like the, the, you know, how one does, like, do you have a spreadsheet of all this stuff? Like the items that you have, yeah, item, sure. you know, um, yeah. but we'll ask that later off air. Uh, I would love to get and to, to one, oh, one point to that. We, we do call our bids once we've captured a job and mm. we've kind of uh, taken the, the term of this is the Bible. This is what you're getting. <laughs> so there's just no confusion because it's, it's happened so many times in the past where um, we're on a consultation with a client and we discuss something, but it's not actually in the proposal, but in their mind beings, we discussed it. They think that they should get that. So, yeah. you know, it's just a lot of fine tuning that we've done over the seven years that we've had our business. So, um, but it's just a funny little thing that we kind of yeah. incorporated with our clients. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's something that we've kind of like, we're still learning and I think we're still getting uh, the hang of it. We're even five years, six years in, it's just oh, like, yeah. I'm re- <laughs> Yeah. You know, you you kind of it just takes some time. You t- it takes the rhythm and getting to to learn the mistakes. It's just you know, again, you learn by doing in this sort of thing. Um, so I'm going to ask you, where is um, you know, for you guys, where do you guys kind of like find your balance? Where is the um, I guess, what are the things in your life that you like to keep in your schedule, whether that's meditation running, exercising, family walks, whatever it may be. Like, do you guys do that to kind of like, what is that thing that keeps you balanced? So it's, that's such a great question because that is, you know. We're struggling right now. Yes, it's it's hard. (laughs) It's super hard. Our business is growing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're taking on projects that uh, that are very time consuming, but it is important. So we try we try to majority of the week be done around six o'clock and, you know, have dinner together and schedule things. Obviously being here in Arizona, it's a little tough to get out and and walk and to get out and see in the the summer. Yeah. In the summertime. And so, but it is very important. We've actually, I would say in the last 
probably six months, we've cut almost completely out work on the weekends. Nice. So that's been big. That's, that's a great. huge thing for us. We enjoy spending time together. You know, we have teenage boys that are, if you're familiar with teenagers, which we all were one at one point, we don't care about our parents too much anymore at some point <laughs> and we have our own lives. So, you know, 16 and 17 years old, they have their own lives. So yeah. most of the time it's just Ron and I kind of doing <laughs> yeah. our own thing yeah. and, and yeah. dragging the boys along with us. when Whenever we can, <laughs> whenever we can get that time with them. Yeah, that's, um, I understand completely. And it's, it's becoming more and more uh, relevant in my life as is he started like, so you're at the end, I'm at the beginning right now. So it's like, you know, he's learning to walk and, and kind of explore the world, so to speak. And, yeah. and so I, I'm trying not to be a helicopter parent where it's like, you know, <laughs> trying to like give him, it's hard. It's, it's hard. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, go buddy, but just stay close like stay within right. this area. Uh, but yeah, it's like, uh, I would love, like, I really really think that that's uh, one of those things that you'll get better at because my parents when my brother and I um started you know getting to that age uh they started you know re really recognizing some of the things where they um enjoyed doing again enjoyed you know reestablishing back into their lives uh, so, you know, I, I imagine that'll happen to you guys too, where it's like that six o'clock, you'll yeah. be like, Hey, well, let's go do that one thing we love doing. So yeah. um, kudos to you guys again, the, you, after 16, 17 years, two boys, you said, yeah, yeah. it means you guys deserve a break. You guys deserve some <laughs> fun time, right? Like uh, my parents, so I'm, I'm one of two. So I have a younger brother who's um, three years younger than me. And so, yeah, I can, the, my mom likes to joke. Like I, I, before you guys became our became a certain age, I could never have anything nice in the house. Never, yeah. never, <laughs> ever, uh, anything nice put up, you guys knocked down or, or broke. So it's like, you know, that's the plight of having two children. <laughs> uh, but yes. I, I, I get, I would love to, I would love to get to know you guys a little bit more because you guys sound like a real fun couple. And um, I, I think my wife and I would really love to, to pick your guys's brain about what you've done recently or what you've done uh, in the past. So I think later down the road, if you guys would love to, I'd love to get her out dinner with you, but I want to ask Absolutely. this. One. Thank you. I would love to ask this one question though. What, what for both of you has been the like the most challenging as far as design effort and construction effort in the 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 years that you've done or the the the, the uh, how many times you've done this for a business like i don't know i haven't asked you how many years you've opened so i'd love to just kind of get which one has been the most challenging project as far as Rhonda's side and uh, Devin's side um, so on the design side, I, I would say, you know, gaining the trust of clients okay. and for them to just trust, um, like what we're pitching, what, what we're designing, what we're, yeah. what we're suggesting to incorporate into their spaces. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that we meet, they say that they, they want us to take the wheel and they just want us to, to to do everything. Mm -hmm. Majority of the time, that's not the case. <laughs> Majority yep. of the time they become very opinionated, which we completely understand. Yeah. Um, being in residential construction, it's, it's very emotional. Um, this is people's homes and we Absolutely. completely understand that that's their sanctuary. 
Um, so uh, that, that's a challenge at times to where, you know, we, we're suggesting one thing and we're going completely opposite. And mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't make sense with the whole design of the project. But at the end of the day, we, we, we're here for them and we're, we're here to do what they want. And, yeah. um, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a wonderful transformation. I love that answer. That was so good. I'm going to, I can't wait to hear Devin's answer because I was, <laughs> in all honesty, I was not expecting Rhonda to go kind of big picture. I was like expecting like a singular project. And like, I was like, and she went big picture. I was like, whoa, that came out of pocket. So we definitely have our individual projects that were the more challenging than the, the last or so. But um, on, a, on a larger picture, because I don't want to single any particular yeah. personal project out, <laughs> as being a difficult project. Um, but I think even on the construction side, it it's a lot of the design also. Yeah. But even a little bit deeper into it, it is it's me letting go. It's me letting go and trusting people that we put into place to do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to further that is there are some things in a remodel that I just won't let go. Like yeah. there are some things that you don't want to, it just takes years of time and doing the thing to make it turn out right. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. there's a lot of things that I still do. So the hardest part, I guess, to answer that question exactly is finding the right people. Mm-hmm. It's finding the right people to be able to do it because that is most people that are good at, at doing construction, they either already are, very highly paid by somebody or they mm-hmm. own their own company as it is. Yeah. So it's really difficult to find that thing. So I think yeah. that's the biggest challenge for me. Has, and I, I would love, I mean, take this, I would love to ask this question. Has any, either one of the boys kind of like shown interest in just picking up a saw or just kind of like express anything towards like, this is something that I might want to do and be feel, Only. feel free, feel free honest, to be honest Only. as you want. Yep. Only when they need money. Right. Only when they need to, to make some extra money. There you go. Um, just That's point right. in case this week, um, we had one of our youngest. Uh, he he came over and, and helped on this big remodel we're working on. And um, he actually came back the second day to finish his task. Um, we, we actually just hired one of the boys' friends um, nice. as a part-time employee. He, but he he definitely has an interest in it. So There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, we're not going to. Not yeah. gonna force our kids to to take us on when they're just not interested. You know, obviously, yeah. obviously, the hope is eventually one day they they kind of turn and and see the the value and the worth and yeah. um you know want to come on board, but uh not at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> because I, mean, I would love. I, oh no, go ahead. I'd say the bigger thing to us wanting to teach the boys what this is about isn't necessarily taking over the business, but as wonderful that would be someday to have them involved 100% into it and want to take it over, it's learning it. It's yeah. actually knowing how to do the thing. That way, one day when you have your own home and family, you don't have to hire someone like us yeah. to do your thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things that was like, my dad's a little bit of a handyman, so that's kind of where that passion or that, that yeah. yearn for like, I don't, I want to ask him, I, I want to take the challenge on myself and, and really, I, I, I grew up 
just kind of like that mentality. And so that's kind of where it comes from. And that's one of the things that I'm like, I want to take on that challenge. And my wife is kind of that same thing that she wants to help and she wants to be involved and, and she wants to do it too. So we're both kind of like, I don't know how, I guess you would say do it yourselfers, but it's just like one of those things. It's like, we know that this home is our forever home. So it's like one of those things like, well, we're willing to, to go as slow as we need to go to make our dream home come to life. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. building that and establishing that is one of those things that's like, I, I think you would, I want to instill in your, like you said, in your, in your sons, like, absolutely. you don't have to do it. You don't have to ask someone like us to come in and yeah. Um, right. right. I just, I think it's so fun that you got one of the, you, you, cause my dad's the same way he knew one of the ways to get us involved or get us, you know, to do some work or is to pit, to pitch one of the friends to get involved too. And uh, yep. to yep. get them. Cause it's like, Oh, my buddy's here. So yeah, I'm going to be here too. Yeah. <laughs> be a little more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's exactly. exactly what happened this week. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I, again, it's like, I think too, it's like, those are memories that you probably yeah. It's like in the car, those memories of you guys going home, like those are things that you probably will take. And I'm starting to really, uh, as a dad, take those moments on and be in those moments more where he's like, you know, walking or at the splash pad or just, you know, reading with mom. Um, you know, those become more and more important to me. So, you know, hearing what you, what you had to say and, and now, thinking back to where my dad was doing that for me is just like, Oh man. So that's, you know, I'm starting to learn. <laughs> it all yeah. comes yeah. full circle. <laughs> it, it does. Uh, and you know, the cool thing is, so my dad actually works for us as well. Oh, so great. My dad had um, his own company in back home and they, they sold or they, they closed up shop. What? Yeah. I don't know. Four years four, ago. Four years ago yeah. or so. And they moved here to Arizona and, and so my dad's been working with us for a while. And, and so it's great because I yeah. can continue those memories and work with my dad. Also. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. too, it's like, I was going to say uh, about the sons joining, I would love for this, you know, to, you know, love to interview your sons down the road and where this becomes like, uh, was it the, the, what your business and sons like R and D it's right. a, like, a, you yeah. know, just, <laughs> and it, this like, cause that's something that I think is always just been a beautiful thing that has established a lot of uh, businesses throughout the years. And you can kind of look back on some of, but just to add the and sons, um, it's just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, one of those traditions. It's just like, it just right. feels your heart. And it's always uh, when it's a homegrown thing too, you know, uh, it's always, it brings the community together a little bit more because, you know, the right. father, you know, the grandfather, you know, the sons, it's just, exactly. it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. So I appreciate your time. I know it's the weekend. So I know family time is important to you guys. I really do. It means so much that you guys have spent this much time with me. So I'm not going to keep you any longer, but I will ask you this last question that we ask everyone is give us a little bit of goals that you guys um, are hoping for the future or any kind of thing, fundraise, whatever it may be that you would love your business to achieve by five years down the road, whatever, just something that you just have in your minds right now for a goal. Okay. Um, So our five-year goal, and so we have this conversation often, we are very goal driven. So sure. we've over the years we've realized that we need to set these goals. Okay. Um, 
our five-year goal is to be doing completely new construction, custom homes, and large-scale remodels. Nice. Wow. Um, what that looks like, we don't have all the details yet. Um, yeah. I will let the cat out of the bag just barely. But we're, we're taking a trip at the end of this month to expand the business to a different state. On top of this state, we, again, don't have all the logistics yet. We think it'll take about two years to fully make the transition. Yeah. Um, that is a little, um, I'll say it's much further east than it is west. Yeah. So, okay. Well, okay. Put that out there. Yeah. Um, uh, but, and then also more short-term goals is we're getting more involved in, like, charity work. So we're actually getting Beautiful. ready to do, we've done it, we've done several already, Um we helped with a place, it's called Tyler's Place, and it's here locally in Canada yeah. for children with autism and um, special, needs. special needs. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we helped when they built their new facility, because actually their, Tyler goes to our boys' school. So Beautiful. So he did. They did. Yeah. He did, right? Uh, so now he's full-time at Tyler's Place, and it's a place for special needs people, adults yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, go and hang out for several hours. So we helped, we built desks and we built a ping pong table. Mm -hmm. We built several things. Um, and we've done some of the charity stuff also, but we have, you know, some more stuff coming up. So yeah. that, that's really important for us to give. That back. is awesome. That is really beautiful. And if I can, you know, just kind of direct you in another, you know, establishment that's here locally mm -hmm. is Civitan Foundation, which is up north towards Paradise Valley, which is the same kind of uh, special needs and um, uh, just a foundation that actually what they do is they have a thrift store and that actually funds their summer camp, which is up actually oh, okay. in Kingman. Um, and it's, it, we've done a podcast with the CEO, but it's a beautiful program. And um, we actually, you know, just came across them. They, they wanted to be on the podcast. And I think it's for, for two foundations that do similar things and are local, um, you know, just throwing it out there. If you ever find yourself coming across them. I'd love to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, heard of Tyler place and we're trying to we're always trying to reach out to different nonprofits so if you guys have an in you know doors always open on our oh absolutely well. oh, sure yep. yeah we have uh, we can get you that contact oh awesome I appreciate that and so we're ending here we're gonna just kind of oh Rhonda did you have goal I didn't want to cut you off I'm so sorry no no I think Devin he he got it all out there I think okay he, well he mentioned everything <laughs> here then I will let you kind of take it away with where we can find uh your promotional bits all of the website the address phone number anything under the sun this is your chance to promote here at the end take it away Rhonda um yes yeah, so our website is uh d and r design um you can you can go there if you're interested in contacting us, scheduling a consultation. We have a contact form on there. Um, a lot of our projects are, are on there. You can see before and afters. That is in the works of being updated. So that's a continuous uh, battle that we, you know, Same here. constantly being updated. Um, our social media, we, um, we have a marketing team that does our social media and they're fantastic. Yes. And we post, we post daily. Um, are, are they local or do you, do you want to shout yes, them out? Yes, you know her, uh, oh. E-Square Marketing. Actually, 
Yes. <laughs> oh, Ashley, <laughs> she's the best. I mean, she's every yeah. again. We come across. It's a small world. As soon as it things, it's just it's a small. I world. know, right? Yep. yep. So they handle all of our social, and they are fantastic. And again, tons of projects, and and our, you can see our work on both of our socials. I, and thank you again, guys. This is a, uh, for those listening. This is a Saturday, and you guys are just fantastic. I was saying to my wife, I'm like, we, I will pitch the dinner to them. We'll see how it goes. But you know, she's very <laughs> yes, excited because she's, you know, when she realized that you guys do renovation, she's like, and I'm like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. But yeah, it's just, again, I really do appreciate your time and just how much you've guys shared with us. And uh, before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. You can can, uh, connect with us at Finding Arizona Podcast under all social media. Last but not least, my dog isn't here. We usually say kisses, hugs, and belly rubs to our four-legged friends, but she's outside. So, or not outside, she's with the family. Uh, But with that, we say goodbye to Rhonda and Devin here, and we say goodbye to all of you listening we will catch you on the next one